I have Celine Dion stuck in my head. <laughs> Seeing potatoes and molasses. That's right. <clears throat> of playing the kazoo <laughs> it's great it's beautiful it's amazing it's iconic all right welcome back here it is thursday my dudes <laughs> we are late which is later than normal you know that fine. it doesn't affect anybody except for us that's i know nobody has to know <laughs> we could leave that out we have a guest on the podcast the first in-person guest introduce yourself hello <laughs> is it weird uh, it is weird. I like it. I'm Carrie, by the way. This is Housemate Carrie, because we watched, uh, for Out of Context, one of the favorite shows of ours, Mine and Carrie's, because we're children at heart. It was a beautiful show. And it's called Over the Garden Wall. Beautiful! You're um, so impressive. Cartoon Network. Well, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. But it was on Cartoon Network, yeah. It's a mini-series. It's got Elijah Wood. He That's voiced, who that was! He voices his work. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. It also kind of looks like him. Anyways. It's kind of sad because when I was rewatching it just now, there are like so many episodes that you could have, like you could have watched any of the episodes. Uh-huh. Um, and I just, I'm almost done with it. I just binged it I honestly when I got home. think I will go back and watch the whole you thing. Because it won't take very long. No, it takes like an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, because all the episodes are only ten minutes. Ten minutes. Great. Yeah. Okay, Anyways. you watched episode six, Lullaby in Frogland. Uh-huh. Give me a synopsis. What a wild ride. First of all, I did not expect the frogs to come out. Um, although it became clear throughout the episode that the frogs were important. Yes. Um, so, we start on a boat with frogs. There's frog music. I don't think the frogs can talk. Um, agree to disagree. Do not hear them croaking. <laughs> or they don't speak English. Fair enough. <laughs> and the two boys and their bird are on the boat mm-hmm. going to... Adelaide's house. You nailed it. Thanks. (laughs) And they're on the boat. Hang on. I wrote stuff down. It's only ten minutes, so you could have written the entire plot down. I didn't. That's okay. Um. Adelaide's. Adelaide's. Oh, no, I didn't write down the plot. Okay, anyways. (laughs) They're on a boat. They're on a boat. They play some music. There's a frog who goes by colonial founders' (laughs) names. (laughs) He goes by George Washington at one point, and Benjamin Franklin has another, and he has a beautiful voice. He's incredible. I love him. Um, And he does some singing. They pull off a nice little prank, a la Little Rascals, where they stack on top Uh of each other with the frog head on top. And then, um, eventually, the older guy has... Wart. His name's Wart. Wart? Like, Wart? Yeah. Wart. Wart. W-I-R-T. Oh, Wart. Wart. So then there's Wart, and he has this whole thing about playing the bassoon. He doesn't want to. He doesn't think he's good at it. And then the bird is like, no, we're, you're good at playing the bassoon. The bird's name is Beatrice. Yes. You should do it. And then the little boy with the teapot on his head. Craig. Um, he turns into a drum. He has eye holes in the drum. I just <laughs> I just watched that and I was like, how did that happen? And he there's a part where he is hitting his face with the drum yeah. here, and every time he hits he goes ow 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 ow. It's really funny. Anyways, um then they get off the boat and they go to Adelaide's house and she's crazy. And it, you find out that the bird brought the boys there, which bad bird. <laughs> the and, boys got guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
the voice did got caught. <laughs> and the bird tries to apologize, but then they run off. The witchy lady has quite the string contraption that she's made to trap the boys in. Yeah. Um, and that's all I remember. That's the entire episode. Sweet. You did a fantastic... You, you just summarized the 10-minute episode in four minutes and, like, 22 seconds. Half the time. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I have uh, questions. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to answer questions or do you want a brief synopsis of the, st- the show as a whole? I have a question for Riley. Yeah. Oh, pop off. Go. So, watching it for the first time, were you able to pick up any of the overarching plot? No. Okay. <laughs> I know, I think... That's fair. The boat was part of their quest to get somewhere. Yeah. They say right. over Garden Wall at some point. They do, they do say the name of the show in this episode. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, I think that witch has some greater meaning. Uh, the bird, I think, used to be a human and wants to be a human again. That's right. That is correct. And I think the two boys might be... When they went over the Garden Wall, they might have shrunk... <laughs> oh, like, um, like Gulliver's Travel or yeah. something like that? Or like Honey, I Shrink the Kids? Yeah, or are they just small? <laughs> um, you'd be surprised that you're wrong on both accounts. <laughs> what happened? Okay, should we, do you want us to do the summary of the episode, or the show first, and then you can do, ask your questions, or would you like us to answer your questions first? Um, let's do the summary. You want to take the summary, Carrie? Hmm. I'll interject with Okay. <laughs> Carrie's like, I'm not into this. <laughs> Over the Garden Wall falls Wirt and Greg. So the first episode starts with no context, just like the episode that you watched. Mm-hmm. And they're wandering through a forest, and they're like, Wirt's like, oh my god, we're lost. And Greg's like, I got candy in my pants. <laughs> That's an aspect. So it follows Wirt and Greg as they try to get home after getting lost. Okay. So in the first episode, they run into the woodsman who's just, like, in the woods chopping trees down. And they he tells them to beware of a beast. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're the beast because you're just chopping trees down. The woodsman's like, I'm not the beast. Are they the Lorax? <laughs> the woodsman works for the beast. <laughs> The woodsman works I mean, for the, the man. Are the brothers the Lorax? No, they're not. <laughs> Ward's just, like, incapable of making any decisions and is very awkward. I got that vibe. And then Greg is just, like, living his best life as, like, a child. Why does he have a teapot on his head? Okay, I will get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, they're trying to get back through the woods. So, first they meet the woodsman. Then they meet... They go to Pottsville. Right? Is that where he mm-hmm. gets the teapot? That's the... That's the... No, it's not where he gets the teapot. <laughs> that's the second episode. The second episode follows them in Pottsville when they're trying to... And they run into these pumpkin people, and Beatrice is like, they're going to kill you. And Wart's like, no, they seem nice. They get in trouble, and they have to do manual labor as, like, a oh, consequence. Uh-huh. Then they, she's like, they're going to kill you. They're, you're digging your grave. Turns out they're just a bunch of skeletons dressed in pumpkins. And there's a little, like, allusion to somebody saying, like, you're not supposed to be here yet. Um, what happens in the third episode? They go on a lot of mini-adventures throughout the series. Yeah. And I think something that's really important at the very beginning, it's kind of a cold open. We don't know where they are, and we don't know why they're lost in yeah. the first place. Do so, you eventually find that yeah. out? Yeah. Okay. So eventually you find, like, the second-to-last episode, it flashes back. So at some point, where it falls in water, whatever. The second-to-last episode, it flashes back to before the first episode. Mm-hmm. And it's Halloween. So... 
Greg is dressed as an elephant, and that's why he has a teapot on his head. Ah. Wart is dressed up as something. We think it's a gnome. He goes to answer the question. He gets very confused. <laughs> he, he, like, there's, like, this whole montage of him, like, putting the costume together, and then he, like, stands in front of the mirror, and, it, like, a fan blows on him. <laughs> and so his cape that he's wearing is, like, whoosh, and he's, like, yes. So it's Halloween, and Wart made a mixtape for a girl that he oh, likes. Cute. And he's trying to build up the confidence to give it to her. Mm-hmm. He goes to give it to her, panics. Greg takes it from him, gives it to these other girls who are like, oh, Wirt has a question, crush on Sarah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, they talked about that in the episode. Yeah. So they end up going to a graveyard. Stuff happens. They're, they, like, fall. They climb a wall, and then they fall down it, and they're in water. Mm-hmm. So... Pretty sure that the whole series is them in purgatory. That's what... Dead? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people on the internet who speculate that Over the Garden Wall is just a, like, an allegory for Dante's Inferno. Wow. And specifically purgatory. But specifically purgatory. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. So, but that's why he has a pot on his head. Because it's Halloween. (laughs) So they fall in the water and they're trying to get back home because they're in purgatory. (laughs) Nice. The biggest reveal is... That they died and they're in a mm. purgatory state. But the even bigger reveal is that Greg is actually an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> when you and really think about it, the bigger <laughs> reveal is that Greg is elephant. actually wearing an elephant costume. <laughs> That's the most important. Also, it's the most important thing about frog. this entire thing. No, the best thing about the entire series is that the frog is constantly getting a name change. Because yeah. Greg catches him. And he's like, I don't know what to name this frog. And so he's like, I'm going to name this frog. The worst name this frog could have is Kitty. (laughs) And so he goes through this whole thing of, like, changing his name. And at Uh one point, he's like, I'm going to call him Wart. And Wart's like, that's a bad idea. And he's like, don't don't you like it, Wart? And and he's like, I don't. He's like, I wasn't talking to you. (laughs) So good. But yeah, that is a colonial themed name that he yeah, has in that. He went for like. George Washington and Benjamin Franklin that time. So that uh, he's fun. like Mr. Cucumber at one point. He calls him Wirt. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Funderburger, like, is his name for a little bit. Yeah. Who is that? That is. <laughs> that is Wirt's biggest enemy. <laughs> yeah, enemy number one is Jason Funderburger. He's the guy who also likes Sarah. Okay. That which is the girl that Wirt has a crush on. So do they ever get back to the real world? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But it's really unclear whether they were actually in this big mysterious land or of the unknown. it was unknown, all a dream. Or it was all a dream. <laughs> it's, nice. like, it's a high-quality show. You should, I like, I don't want to tell you every aspect of it because I want you to watch the I whole thing I think I am going to watch You could, like, thing. literally, after we're done with this, you could go upstairs and binge it tonight and Oh, yeah, it. probably. You um, should, is what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is tonight, after we're done with this, go watch the entire series. I might. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to finish the last two episodes. Um, I have a question. Okay. What's up with the scissors and the bird? Or is that too much for me to know? No, because it's kind of in that episode. So somehow Beatrice got turned into a bird and she yeah, needs the scissors. She, human. she needs the scissors to turn herself and her family back into humans. Got it. She threw a rock at a bluebird and that bluebird cursed her entire family. <laughs> so they all... So they all became bluebirds as punishment. I love it. I love that the it's like one transgression and your whole family suffers. <laughs> I mean, like that in the unknown. Yes. 
Ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? That's there, what Greg says. There's <laughs> a lot of like Greg has like a little a lot of like one liners. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're here to burgle your turds. <laughs> I love Greg. Greg he, yeah. gives me a lot of joy. He brings a lot of joy. There's an episode where um, they're in, like, an inn, and Wart has to, like, freestyle a song. <laughs> and from, like, some of the interviews that Elijah Wood did, he said that he actually had to freestyle uh-huh. that during, like, the That's amazing. recording. And he was like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> they didn't tell me. <laughs> I don't know. He's... That's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. It's very short. Yeah. It's easy to watch. We watch it every Halloween. Nice. It's usually when we watch it. Mm-hmm. How That's, old is it? Uh, like, I think it's at least 10 years old. I can look. Wow. Because so I first watched it on my 16th birthday. My friend invited me over and she was like, you gotta watch this show. <laughs> it came out this last November. 2014. So I, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. And so we watched the entire thing in one sitting and nice. then I came home and I was like, oh my God, what did I just watch? Because there's so much to unpack. There's so much lore and there's so much like questions that you have after you watch it. Yeah. So it, I'm very emotionally attached to it. I think because yeah. I watch it every year and it's something that I love to do in the fall. Nice. Yeah. It's a very, yeah, it's an autumnal show. One of the things we were just watching it cause that's what I do. And one of the things that, like, I noticed is Adelaide is, like, in the first, in the most of the show, she's, like, a really big, like, end game. Mm-hmm. And then she gets, like, two minutes of screen time. Yeah. And oh, I that's was, all you see of her? Yeah, she, she's done. Oh, yeah, I guess she turns she to, melts. like, dust. And yeah. Beatrice is like, oh, no, she wasn't lying. <laughs> she's gonna explode. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of wish that, like, we had gotten more of Adelaide. Just, like, see, you know, see them try to escape a little bit more. <laughs> Because I hate in, like, books and movies when the heroes or the main characters have, like, an easy way out. And I don't know how War and Greg escaped. It's not clear. Yeah, it isn't. But it is clear that Adelaide the Witch is working for the Beast. Now, we, did, we didn't see the Beast in this particular episode. We didn't see him. <laughs> He's important, though. Or hear yeah. really about him. Until we get the line from Adelaide, she says something along the lines of, like... I'm working for the beast, I'm doing his bidding. Bidding. Yeah. yeah. And I think what it really does is, even though we've had so much build up to meet Adelaide from like five, six episodes in or so, it she becomes the secondary character. <laughs> She's no longer the threat. And all of a sudden Wirt and Greg and Beatrice are faced with this even bigger enemy that they don't even know about. Interesting. Yeah, because it and keeps shift it like it does, it, like, starts with, like, the woodsman, and then it goes, like, every episode, they're like, oh, this is the bad guy. And then at the end, they're like, surprise, actually, there's a big bad, and you haven't seen him yet. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. all I have to say. That's it. like, I'm done. We, cut, the, cut the camera. Shall we rank it? Should we rank it? Yeah. Yeah, do you want to rank it first, Carrie? Give me a good ranking. Mm. It's such a good show. Mm. Wait. Go ahead, no. I give it 11 rock facts out of 11 rock facts. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I give it, yeah, I give it 11 burgle your turts out of 11. <laughs> I give it, uh, just because I haven't watched the whole thing yet, nine cursed bird families out of 11. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so good. Is that the only question about the scissors that you had? I think everything else got answered. How'd they get on the boat? Um, they snuck on. Nice. They got, in the, like, episode before, they needed, like, two pennies to get on, mm-hmm. and Greg got them, uh-huh. and then he threw them in a water, <laughs> like, a fountain, and he made, like, a really good joke about it, 
He was like, the old man pegged me wrong. I ain't got sense. I got no sense. Because he threw his sense in the water. I also wrote down frogs. The f- that's the only important episode. That's the only episode with the frogs, except for um, Jason Funderburger. Beautiful. The frog. <laughs> like, I like he, it. He's the main character yeah. throughout the show. Cool. I think their journey really uh, emphasizes the two kids' different insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like, Greg is young. He's a child. He doesn't really know what's going on, but he's... he wants to be the hero, and he wants to help his brother out and be the kid that he mm-hmm. wants to be. Wirt does not want that. <laughs> he wants to be independent, but he's also really scared of all the kids that he grows up with and that he has to interact with so the journey it's it's a it's a metamorphosis type journey <laughs> i love it i love it yeah i will continue to watch you this. should 100 percent. i'll have a lot of time on my hands in the near future yeah i think that i think it's nice that it makes it they made it so like easy easily digestible but also like something that you can watch over and over and over again mm-hmm. yeah because each time you see something different yeah and that's what's beautiful I love it. That, like, <laughs> like there are some scenes where I'm like, somebody had to animate that. Like, that's great. <laughs> like, there's like a talking horse, and there's like, we, there's one scene where like Wart stubs his toe, and like his hat just like bounces off his head. <laughs> and I watched we watched it like twice today because <laughs> it's so good. It's like the animate like, and it's such simple animation. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's all like 2D animation, yeah. which makes it like thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah. Because I, I am tired of 3D animation, I'm not going to lie to you. Hot take. Yeah! Disney, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm tired of your shit. A hot take. Alright. Big ass mood. Shall we move into a show that also has good physical comedy in it? Sure. How's that for a segue? Oh, that was incredible. You're getting really good at this. <laughs> I'm not good at segues at so, all. So, first of all, Carrie, when you heard the name Ted Lasso, what did you think it was about? Cowboys. <laughs> you I should- was like... This show's about a cowboy, right? Guy with a lasso, and that's that's why that's his last name. I got excited about it because of that. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, you were like, if P, then Q. <laughs> like, cowboy man. I love that. I think that we should recreate the show and make it just have Jason Sudeikis just have a cowboy at the entire time. I mean, he has a mustache. He's close. He has the <laughs> accent. He has the accent. That's all he gets. It's just a mustache and yeah. accent. So this week we are talking Ted Lasso, which is a comedy on Apple TV Plus. That's too many syllables. Yeah. Um, for a streaming service. It's about a guy who goes from being a football coach to a football coach. Football is life. Football is life. Carrie didn't watch Ted Lasso though. No. So Should I'm listening. I'm listening to this all out of context. Nice. <gasps> we watched it with Courtney and Dagny. We watched basically. Yeah. With our house, the big, the big four, and Andrew occasionally. <laughs> I feel like whenever Andrew is here and we're watching something, he just kind of like stands like a dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? He like stands in the corner and just like folds his arms and goes, "What you watching?" And we're like, "Do you want to join us? There's plenty of room on the couches. There's only two I'm of like, us here right now." Yeah. He's like, "Okay," and then he sits down. <laughs> big dad and but yeah, so it's very funny. It stars Jason Sudeikis. I genuinely think it's in like my top three favorite comedy TV shows ever. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's so funny. I don't like to rank shows because I just like everything. Yeah, I don't have, like, a definitive ranking, but, like, I know when something's my favorite, you know? Yeah. And it's up there with The Good Place and Parks and Rec. Yeah. I love that for Ted Lasso. <laughs> He's, he, like, lassoed you in. He got you. He really did. <laughs> yes. 
I stand by the joke. Yes. So, anyways, what what should we talk about? Ted is a, just a nice fella from Kansas. Well, I didn't come in until, like, the third episode, so you gotta take the first yeah. two. So I can't help So, he you. moves to England to coach a soccer team, and the reason he's there is because the, co- the owner of the team just wants to sabotage her team because her ex-husband is terrible and we don't like him. Her ex-husband is play, uh, played by the same guy who played Uther and Merlin. That's true. It's- I saw him and I went, it's Uther! <laughs> and I was like, nobody else got it except for Riley. Yeah, because I watched that Because you did, you watched the one episode, yeah. They Close dragged enough. him around on a blanket for better <laughs> You Now you really got to see, like, his ability to be an actor. To move. <laughs> to move his, abil- his ability to use his appendices. Yeah, but anyways, so... Ted goes to coach this team, which is a funky set of characters who are all professional soccer players. Yeah. And then there's also Coach Beard, who is his assistant coach from Kansas. Comedy icon. He is a one-line wonder. Yeah. And then there's Nate. The, is he the... He was, like, the water boy, and then he gets promoted to a coach later. Yeah, to, like, an assistant coach. Yeah. Our boy Nate growing up. And then there's, um, what's his name? Tart. Jamie Tart. Jamie Tart. Who is Jamie the... Jamie fucking Tart. Jamie, Jamie fucking Tart. <laughs> who is the big wig. He's like the good... He's like the young guy everyone's all excited about. Yeah, he's, he's the... terrible. He's on loan from another soccer team. Yeah. And then... Which I guess you can do in... Sports! Well, I don't know how sports. things work. And then there's, um... Roy. Roy, who's kind of the curmudgeon older guy. He's he's the grandpa of the team. He's yeah. also team captain. Yep. And then there's Danny Rojas. But he comes in later. Yeah. He has, like... <laughs> how did Dagny put it? You think he only has, like, a very limited vocabulary, and then you learn he knows more than just five <laughs> words. Yeah, he knows more than Danny Rojas and football is life. Football is life! <laughs> um, and then there's Rebecca, the owner of the team... I came around to liking her. And then there's Keely, who is Jamie's girlfriend for first part, and then Roy's boyfriend for the second girlfriend. part. <laughs> Roy's girlfriend for the second part. Girlfriend. She's, a, she's a model. She's a model. She's famous for being almost famous. Yeah, that's exactly. That's a direct quote from she's her. She's hysterical. She's funny. Like, so, every, like, I never thought that sports could be fun. <laughs> I mean, like, I get sports. I get the aspects of them. But it was just, like, a funny, like, a genuinely funny thing. Yeah, it's so, like, nuanced, and it's very detailed, and I bet if I watched it again, I would notice different jokes. Yeah. Um, because everything he says is so funny. Like, everything Ted Lasso says, uh, nothing's coming to mind, though. Uh, <laughs> now that I have to tell you. There's now also, that I have to We respect. forgot Higgins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we forgot our boy he Higgins. He has, like, five kids. He's Rebecca's assistant no he has an actual job yeah but he acts (laughs) he's her bag boy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know that she he has like an actual job but i can't think of i don't know how football works i don't know i don't know how soccer works i couldn't tell you neither does ted lasso (sighs) he doesn't understand how relegation works i don't don't know what that means i have a question yeah okay is the show about football, American football, or football soccer? So soccer. that's funny. That <laughs> is that up. part of the joke? Yeah. Yes. Because he's a football, he was a football coach in a, in the States. Yeah, like an American football And then coach. he applied, I, or he got it in England. England, and he didn't realize that they were two different things. Oh. 
So he's coaching That's soccer. That's the setup for the joke. It's a good setup. Yeah. <laughs> he's coaching soccer. He does not get it, but he has a lot of blind optimism. Yeah. And he believes. At one point, they're, like, at a game, and the referee, like, does something, and he's like, what's going on here? He's like, no, seriously, I don't know how this game works. Can you please tell me what's going on? Oh, it's so funny. And then Roy has some... Roy is such a complex character. Like, he's so grumpy and just old, but then you find out he has a niece who he loves, but he also despises Jamie with a passion. He's like an asshole with a heart. Yeah, exactly. And then he... He starts reading A Wrinkle in Time at some point. Yeah, well, because Ted, Ted gives everybody him. books. Yeah, and he was like, I'm not going to read this in any reason. Read it. And he absolutely loves And it. he's like, ah, I'm the main character, <laughs> motherfucker. How dare you? My favorite scene with Roy is when he's in the ice tub, mm-hmm. and he's just up to his nose. And then, like, <laughs> Ted comes in and is like, ah, I'll ask you the graphic <laughs> And I'm like, yes! He just, like, goes underwater. I feel that on a, like, an emotional connection to this man. Yeah, there's another... One of my favorite, like, subtle comedy moments that, like, is reoccurring is when, so, I just said his name and now I forgot, Nate. When Nate, um, in the first couple episodes, he's given a job by Ted to make a box for comments. (gasps) Yes! And he makes a lovely box. Beautiful box. And then he has to make another box for some reason. It looks totally different. He makes a birthday box, Yeah, a birthday box. And he puts so much thought and effort into it. And then at the end of the season, when he gets his job, they made him a box! (laughs) Well, they made him think he was gonna get fired. (laughs) And then they were like, psych, here's the box. They're also so mean to him. Yeah. And then Roy's like, hey! Knock it off. <laughs> and then they're like, no. And then they do, because Roy's intimidating as hell. Yeah. And then there's some fun side characters who are always at the bar. Rooting yeah! For the team. They're really funny. Literally every aspect of this show is funny. Um, and then... It also is emotional. It Ted is emotional. Ted gets divorced. Ted gets divorced. It's very sad. But also, like... Mutual? Kinda? Not really. He didn't want to do no, it. No, but he, he was... He, Great. He, like, agrees. Yeah. He's he not was... totally against it. And he has a very cute kid. Um, and, yeah, he gets sad for a second. But for the most part, he's a very happy fella. <laughs> he's he's very optimistic. And mm-hmm. I aspire to... Be, I'm never going to be that op- optimistic. Jason Sudeikis won a Golden Globe for playing Ted Lasso. Did he really? Mm-hmm. That's sweet. One thing about this show that made me love it so much is it like actively lifts up my mood like yeah. it makes me feel a lot better I'm, like i was never in a bad mood after watching it yeah like you just leave smiling is it's it great. this guy yeah yes. i just pulled up a picture of uh, jason sudeikis <laughs> he's also in book smart yeah he plays the principal plays in book smart and the, oh. and the uber driver, the uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> he also plays he voices the onceler in the lorax movie I don't yeah, know. He has the range. <laughs> <laughs> the man has the range. He also used to be on Saturday Night Live. Yes, he did. Yeah. I knew that. He's got some great I don't know why words. my brain went first to the Lorax. <laughs> it was like, that's, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. <sighs> I don't know if I have anything else to say about Ted Lasso. There's a really good scene where Ted oh, does yes. like a heel click in a but doorway. In a doorway. <laughs> and he hits his head. His, he Every aspect of his body touches at least one part of the door frame. It's so funny. It's, and I think it was on accident. I think it was on accident, too. I tried to Google it to find out, and it was like, uh, Jason Sudeikis, head injury, accident. And I was like, oh, I bet that's that moment. Mm-hmm. And it, it was. It reminds me of the Parks and Rec blooper where... Andy, like... Oh, where he throws the briefcase. Himself. And he just yeets himself off the table. 
and he like breaks the light. He's like, this exactly. is not something props can fix. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> gonna be a little harder, harder to fix. fix. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> he just jumps over the counter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Andy, Same energy. Andy, Dwyer, <laughs> and Ted Lasso would be best friends. They would. It would be amazing. But he yeah. would be en- he would be the natural enemy of Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah. Ron Swanson Ron would, like, would be chew so him up annoyed. And spit they have him the out. same mustache. Ron <gasps> would be so mad about that. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you think he'd like corner him and make Ted Lasso try to shave his mustache? He probably would. That would be a whole like b plot yeah what it like, he's like i'm gonna corner him but i'm gonna make him but eventually he'll come around to it because ron's an understanding he problem. is he deals with leslie yeah he's got to have some amount of patience in him but in yeah. soul. so what would you rank ted lasso i would rank it um i would rank it eight no hold on i want to come up with the thing first brain is functioning um Eight Nates asleep under the bus out of ten. <laughs> nice. Carrie, do you want to rank it? You Like, ten cowboys out of ten cowboys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I would rank it, uh, um, ten footballs out of ten footballs with Danny Rojas's energy. Danny Rojas! <laughs> Football is life. He literally runs onto the field. Danny Rojas, Danny Rojas. He's like a little puppy. That just is running around and doing his best. I love him so much. (laughs) You're like, listen, me and Danny, we'd be best friends. Right. That's the kind of energy that Roy needs. (laughs) Yeah. Roy does need that (laughs) If he could just siphon it, it'd be great. Okay. Rex. For the week. This is a short boy. I know. Well, it was was a ten minute episode. That's true. Over the Run is very short. Next, I guess you should have watched two. That's like a full. That's you could have just watched the full thing. I could have like thoughts. Like, <laughs> you could have watched it in one report sitting. back next week. Okay, there you go. All right, Carrie, do you have any like um, things you would recommend to people? I'm trying to think about it. Okay. Um, Give me a minute. Over Probably the garden wall. I got really close to the mic. Over the garden wall. That's what I recommend. Because it's well, that won't be my only recommendation. I'll think of something good. Give me a second. I recommend filling out a bracket for March Madness. <laughs> oh my God. I have not said anything related to basketball yet in this podcast. It is only the, like, second week of March. And now is the time where I plug my love of Gonzaga. It's the third week of March. March Madness has begun. Yes. And I love Gonzaga basketball with all my heart and soul. So please fill out a bracket and have Gonzaga winning. Obama did it, so you can do it too. I have them only going to the Final Four, so. Riley, that was so inspiring. Thank you. That my recommendation would be... Maybe I should try out watching basketball. <laughs> and maybe you should do. <laughs> it's not that much fun. <laughs> Whenever we watch it as a house, I'm just sitting there and I'm completely lost. But March is different. How? There's so much more enthusiasm. There, it feels the same. <laughs> I feel no different. Do it for Riley, people. Do it for Riley. <laughs> and the other thing I recommend is watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier when it premieres on Disney+. Plus. Well, it will have premiered on Disney+. Is it, gonna, Plus. Is it on Friday? Yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow. So are we going to watch it tomorrow? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, my recommendation is... Um, I don't know. Read a book. <laughs> Take a nap. I'm so... T- I feel like every week I go, next week will be better. <laughs> And then it's the same. I fell asleep at like 9.30 a couple nights ago. (laughs) 
my body won't let me go to bed before 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's like, you thought that you could get a good night's sleep? No. We're in a pandemic, <laughs> guy. Why would I let you do that? You want to exist peacefully? No. <laughs> I don't have any. I. But I, you did recommend Watch Over the Garden Wall. I did recommend Watch Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. I second that. <laughs> Motion to pass. Motion passed. <laughs> I second it. I, th- uh, I don't think there's anything else I recommend this week. Don't gamble, kids. No. Drink responsibly. I recommend turning your email off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, just sometimes you just gotta put your phone on do not disturb and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you have over... 300 emails. Just delete the app. Yeah. Just get rid of it. You're not going to check it anyways. The bulletin email needs to do that. You need to You need to talk to someone. It has gone up. I know. It was 300 at dinner, and then when you last showed me, it was like 550. No, it's 580. 580. That's too many emails. I know. My email doesn't have... It has a lot of emails, but I've read them all. What do you consider too many emails to have in your email in your inbox? Like five. Oh my god. Okay, I'm glad you said <laughs> well, that. Well, my email. I'm really bad at deleting emails, so I have like a thousand emails in my inbox. But right. in terms of like unread emails, like how many bubbles? Like numbers five. are in the bubbles. Five. Yeah. But even I. I check my email immediately. <laughs> I do too. I can't do it. No. It's, it's awful. Uh huh. Any other last minute recs? Thoughts, Carrie. Last minute thoughts. Um, no, I just have potatoes and molasses stuck in my head. Yeah, listen to, if you don't watch Over the Golden Wall, just listen to the uh, soundtrack on Spotify, because everything that Greg sings is on there, and all of his songs are incredible. And nice. if you're listening to this, you're probably already on Spotify, so. So it's mm-hmm. easy enough, to, it's easy, just. You, there's no excuse. Yeah, you have <laughs> no reason to not do it. I'm sorry, that felt threatening. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's gonna fight you if she ever sees you in person. (laughs) What an amazing ending. (laughs) Cut this cut it. Cut it.